Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, liberal pundit Keith Olbermann is discussed. We talk about garbage pail kids and are joined by our old pal Jonathan Colton. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, singer, songwriter, raconteur, beardman, Jonathan Colton. Jonathan, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, sir. Oh, it's nice to be here. Beardman, I've never gotten that before. You know, I'm a little bit nervous about this, Jordan. Here's why. Okay. Um, uh, Jonathan Colton's here. We're here with our friend John Hodgman's in the other room, John Roderick's in the other room. We got all these cool, famous people here. Sure. Uh, you know our friends from the Monsters of Podcasting, You Look Nice Today. Yeah. Um, they recently had these same celebrities visit them in San Francisco. Um, they went to a fancy recording studio, but more important than that, they had a professional photographer trailing them, taking shots for an eventual Flickr set. Right. Well, I mean, they're better than us, so it seems like, it kind of seems like how that would play out. What's confusing to you? Well, I just thought that we would be like strivers. Nah. No, no, absolutely not. I'm not. No, no, I'm not, I'm not about to put up put out more effort in this one than I do already. No, not a, no, not effort. Money. Oh, money. Okay. No, we'd yeah, hire nobody's, a... nobody's saying you guys are going to put out any effort. Nobody's expecting that. Good. Yeah. And this isn't the sound of young America, Jonathan. No. <laughs> I'm not trying. Here. No, I know. Obviously, obviously. I have I have work, and then I have hassle. Yeah. You know what I mean. This is hassle. It's not my craft. It's just something I have to get over with. <laughs> that's that's exactly how I was describing this before I got here, too. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, the original name for the podcast was Fine. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> but the thing is, is that because it was, didn't, wasn't good for Google. Yeah. It was bad keywords. How did you spell? We, we were, well, how would you remember how we were doing that? Emoticons, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, it was an emoticon. <laughs> is there an emoticon for that? There should be. Jordan works on emoticons full time. Yeah, kind of what it is, it's a smiley face, and he has a kind of a lock of hair in his face, and he's blowing the hair out of his emoticon face. And then there's this, there's oh, like a, also has a, like a dragon. Oh, there's like yeah. this cool dragon that, it's a lot bigger, but it's a cool dragon. The well, only place this emoticon has ever been uh, uh, written or seen or actually produced is on the side of a van. Yeah. It's a it, when we say emoticon, I don't know. Let, you're you're van more painting. Internet savvy. Emoticon in this case means airbrushed uh, van painting. Oh yeah, I guess that's not that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> no. No, when I said emoticon, is it something like? But d- uh, it has matching upholstery also. Captain's chairs. Yeah, no, we're talking about something different. Um, what are you talking quadraphonic about? Quadraphonic sound. Oh, maybe we are talking about the same thing. Yeah, quadraphonic yeah, yeah. sound. With the one with quadraphonic sound. Yeah, you're talking about like a custom van. Yeah. An emoticon. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're talking about the same thing. Oh, good. Guys, I think what we just did here, I think this is the uh, who's on first for the 21st century. 
<laughs> I think that is going to replace Abbott and Costello's famous Who's On First. Do you think it's possible for it also to replace You Look Nice Today's famous Twitter set? Uh, yeah. Wait, no, Flickr set? Uh, I don't know about that. Those Man, were, that, that'd be a classic were... uh, Web 2.0 Who's On First, confusing Twitter and Flickr. Man alive. <laughs> Twitter, yes. I mean the fella's name. Twitter. <laughs> the guy on Flickr. I hear your web apps have some very unusual names. That's <laughs> how that bit would be set up. <laughs> oh, when you're the manager of the team. Wait, I didn't change it. I was supposed to change it. Yeah, man alive. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Colton, tall person. You're not that tall. Sorry, little fella. Come on. I'm pretty tall. I'm not tall like you. I'm not monstrous. I'm grotesque. You if you're going to claim you're, that you're tall, you should be grotesquely tall. Okay. You, sh- uh, you should have ran tall. that together like your last nickname. You should have said Jonathan Colton, tall person. Tall person. Fine. Okay. A little more Spanish than I would like. Yeah. Which I'm, is, I would not like much Spanish. I don't like the Spaniards. Too many little balls hanging from their capes. Right. You know what, what I mean? What? You know, those little gold balls hanging from their capes. <laughs> if you're going to have a cape, you don't need any balls, you know? They're mean to bulls. Yeah, they're very mean to bulls. Yeah. I, let me ask you this question, Jordan. Okay. Does this seem like something that I imagined seeing several times or something that could possibly be real? Okay. Sometimes I take my dog, Coco. My wife, Teresa, and I take our dog, Coco, to Griffith Park here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. It's a large urban park. Uh, It's sort of mountainous, big, beautiful park, one of the largest uh, parks in an urban area in, in the United States. We get there. Been to that zoo up there yet? No, I haven't been to the zoo. Sad zoo. Really? Yeah, sad zoo. A lot of upset babies at that zoo in the zoo in cages uh no no well they're visiting the zoo oh, oh. Yeah, the... only happy babies in the cage oh, that's good yeah the, so the, they give the... them honeyed milk mm-hmm. um what about is there isn't there some kind of train is there a little train you can ride oh there's the uh there's the zoo choo-choo also very sad train okay. uh manned by a very upset malnourished teen Mm-hmm. Uh, it was once painted like a tiger, you can tell, but it's been scraped off, but nobody's repainted it to look like anything else. Right. Uh, oh, the teen is talking on a speaker system, and you just can't understand what he's saying. It's like a subway. It's like, sure, meow, meow, meow. Right. Uh, and all the babies on the train do not want to be on the train. Well, let me ask you this about Griffith Park. You get there, you go in the, through the main entrance, it's sort of Churros, fairly... Oh, well. <laughs> That's why, I mean... I, honestly, if I want, if I if I just wanted churros, I would probably go to Costco. Mm-hmm. But if I wanted churros and sad animals or babies, it sounds like the Griffith Park Zoo is the hot setup. Mm-hmm. Um, right when you park your car, there's a there's like a meadow area. You know, it's mostly like uh, barbecue pits and stuff like that. There's like a meadow area, a nice meadow area there. Teresa and I like to go there to take the dog for a walk on a weekend morning. You know what I mean? I look down. You're talking at, Saturday. You're talking Sunday. Absolutely. Great. You look down. I look down at this meadow. There's a group of people there. I'd say eight people. They're very. It's a very diverse group. And you're. They're the kind of group that you see them in Los Angeles, and your first thought is acting class. Mm-hmm. 
Now, most groups you see in Los Angeles, your first thought is acting class, but they're that kind of... I usually find that acting class people are hanging around in front of a building. They're not in a park. Right, exactly. That's why... Unless they're having class outside. That's partly why it's disconcerting. Oh, sure. Here's the other reason. Remember we were talking about those capes. Spaniards have these capes that I don't care for. One of the people in this group has a flag or a cape of some kind. It's red. The other people are running towards him, and he's doing Toreador moves on the other people. Do you think that this is a bullfighting class? (laughs) Is that what's going on there? It's the L.A. Matador Society. Yeah. Very popular. It's kind of hip. It's kind of like the roller derby. Oh, like a dodgeball league. Like a dodgeball league. It's kind of fun. You drink when you do it. Right. It's a cardiovascular health thing. You you stab a bull with a spear. You do a shot. Yeah. I gotcha. I had no idea. It's fun. Now, let me ask you this question, though. Yeah. Um, The people who I guess are the bulls, they're not pointing their fingers and putting them up on their forehead. No, of course not. You you don't... (laughs) Jeez, really? All right. You have obviously not looked into man bullfighting. They're pretending to be bulls, though. Well, in their posture and their noises. If you were close enough, you would hear that they were making bull noises. But they, but you see, so so fucking passe. Have you seen It's just a cliche. It's just a very obvious thing to do when you're acting like a bull. When I go swing dancing, I don't wear a zoot suit anymore. Right. That's just silly. We know you're swing dancing, Jordan. Why? Well, I mean, to be to be fair to me. I didn't realize, for one thing, I didn't realize you were swing dancing. I'm not swing dancing now. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have Jordan, the air you, of a swing dancer. I'm Charlestoning. It's different. It's Jordan. precedes swing dancing by like 20 years. If you're not swing dancing, mm-hmm. why are you wearing that zoot suit? Uh, I don't wear the zoot suit when I go swing dancing. I wear it to podcasting. When I go zoot, when I go swing dancing, I will be wearing swim trunks and a t-shirt that says "Pussy Inspector." Right. That's how. That's how he freaks out the normals. <laughs> the normal swing dancers. So these people are hip. These are hip happening young people who happen to have selected the hobby of bull dancing. Is that correct? Bull fighting. Bull fighting. It's not, it's not dancing. It, it looks like dancing, but it's fighting. It does look like it's quite lovely. God, yeah. man, open up a spin magazine. Sorry. Look in, yeah. The, look, yeah, in Grandpa. The, look in the weekly. Come on. Okay. I mean, I guess I'm just not... Kids are doing different things nowadays. They're not collecting garbage pail kids like you talk about. Yeah. They're oh, swing dancing. They're... I got some... By the way. Mm. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Just a side thing. I got some really cool GPKs lately. Um, well, of course, I got uh, the one with the acne. <laughs> Gosh. 
He's got severe acne. Jesse's always trying to invite me to an event that he calls GPKs at CPK. (laughs) I I never bite. He always puts out out the bait, and I never bite. He doesn't care how gourmet the pizzas are, he tells me. It doesn't sound sound like a lot of fun. You know why? It's because Jordan I don't care if there's fennel on a pizza. I'm not going to your fucking garbage pail kid convention. Jordan's Jordan's whole thing is just fun packs, fun packs, fun packs. No garbage pail kids, just... Fun packs, fun packs, fun packs. If there isn't a parody of a product logo, he's not interested. He's not interested in pop culture parodies. He's not interested in acne-related puns. He's not interested in in fart-related puns, fat-related puns. Uh, It's just pop culture, you know. You know, since you you brought up the Garbage Pail Kids, I've been trying to think of a single... Jokey Garbage Pail Kids name. Oh, I yeah. Can't, I can't think of a single one. Yeah, What's well, the matter how, with me? How do you think I ended up with the acne one? <laughs> no, I know. I saw you have that, that blank out, and then I had the same blank out. Here's, I don't remember any of them. Here's the best I can do. Yeah. Booger Bill. And that's not very good. <laughs> no. That's not very good at all. It doesn't rhyme. There's no pun. It's only the only thing is that both Booger and Bill start with B. Yeah. So, Wasn't that their thing? Well, they they were more clever than that, were they? Phil might be. Well, I think the thing was that there was one picture and they had two different names for some reason. Am I correct in remembering that? They had two that? different names? Yeah, there was one picture, but the same picture would have two different names, two different jokes about the same photograph. So it might be Farty Phil, and it went, might be like... Flagellant Phineas? Is atomic, that kind of... atomic, you know, the next other one smelt it, dealt it, or something like that. You're saying they would reuse pictures and just name them different things? Smelt yeah. it, dealt it. That's <laughs> even worse than Booger Bill. <laughs> it is. I mean, I know, at least you're trying. I, I'm not even trying. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the garbage pail. I, I feel like that was that was actually. I was a little too old to be really interested in garbage pail kids. Oh. I thought they were. I thought they were pretty cool. But <laughs> you I did think they were. I cool. didn't collect them. No, you were collecting what Star Wars cards? No, what did I collect? Micronauts. I was very into the Micronauts for a while. I don't think I know what that is. Yeah. Explain. Could you explain it? You guys are like twelve years old. That's why. Mm. The Micronauts were. <sighs> Little action figures. I don't know what the backstory was. They didn't have a cartoon television program to go along with the action figures. They were oh, just that helps. That really helps jumpstart the imagination of a child, which is weak. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, they were just pure, purely action figures. But um, you know, they were various. Like uh, they look kind of cyborgy. You know, they, their limbs moved around. They had vehicles. They had one very cool, like mothership that was a white plastic, very spiky mothership. And the sides of it would snap off, and they would turn into guns that shot shot these little darts. No, oh, that oh, was fuck. That was that's the that, that's the, that's the golden age of like action figure and action figure accessory. Yeah, that's, that turns into gun. Right, exactly. I oh, remember I had a, a yeah yeah I remember I had some Ninja Turtles accessory that that rocketed pizzas. Yeah. My best friend Petey had the pizza pizza launcher. Jesse, you don't seem like the type of of kid who had elaborate uh, action figures and accessories. You know, the kid who lived there was this kid Gus. You sound like you had almanacs. His kid Gus Iverson lived. And you made them kiss. You made the almanacs <laughs> kiss. The thing of it is this: when when I was when I was like toy age, both my dad and mom were like really poor. So they couldn't really afford to buy me toys. Oh boy. Um, generally speaking, but but at this same period of my life, our downstairs neighbor was this kid named Gus Iverson, and I would go visit the Iversons sometimes, and they're nice, but 
The parents drank a lot. Do you mean I remember... Puss, Puss Iverson? <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're very good. Sty uh, Steven. That was part of Pink, that was Pink part Iverson. of the Pink Iverson. That oh, was part of the uh, very, very, very inside joke collector subset. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was only appropriate for certain families. We will draw like, yeah, certain was, addresses. When they started going under, the garbage pail kids are like, "We will make fun of your specific friends, please." Right. Um, when Gus Iverson lived downstairs from me, and he had rich grandparents, he had drunk parents and rich grandparents, and uh, Gus Iverson had every He-Man. And when I say he had every He-Man, when a new He-Man would come out... Wait a minute. What do you mean every He-Man? There's, you know, He-Man, Moss-Man, the guy whose neck extended... Okay, now I... All right. Mm -hmm. She-Ra, He-Man Castle, Mm -hmm. He-Man Puma... Orko. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, Orko. Um, You know, He-Man's dog friend... Just everything, every single one of these, and every playset, and the whole nine yards, and you can go over to someone's house and play with their every He-Man. You know what I mean? You can yes, go I there. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. You can go there and play with a He-Man, uh-huh. but it's no good because it's their He-Man. Now, in contrast, I had Moss Man and the guy whose neck extended both of which were purchased for me at something that I don't know if it still exists, a secondhand toy store. Wow. In S- Oakland. Sounds sad. When we visited our dad's, my dad's friend who w- w- lived in Oakland, we were allowed to go to the, I was allowed to go to the secondhand toy store and pick out a used He-Man. One, Jesse. Just one. Yeah. Something like that. I had a lot of uh, muscle men. Oh, yeah. Muscle men. Those were fun. They were these... Um... There's these kind of tiny rubber. Oh, muscle things. Yeah. Muscle things. Uh, I I know them as. I think they were even Japanese. Muscle. I think they were Japanese reappropriated for America. They're like an inch high. It yes. stood for yeah. millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. Is that true? That's true. I because my babysitter that. had the poster of every muscle man, um, and it said millions of unusual small creatures lurking everywhere. That's fantastic. My, my um my mom. Just, just bless her heart, wanting the best for me, was really good about putting a ban on something in our house, but then kind of ultimately lifting that ban. Uh-huh. Uh, it happened with uh, Ren and Stimpy, happened uh-huh. with Beavis and Butthead, happened uh-huh. with Mortal Kombat, uh-huh. uh, and, um, and the first time I remember such a ban was G.I. Joe. I think she would, you know, she would hear about something in the news or read a study. She's big on reading studies, and then, you know, find out that something was warlike or something was causing kids to jump off overpasses, and say no. And then, you know, through behavior and bothering, I guess she would lift the ban ultimately. And I remember that uh, the year she lifted the GI Joe ban, uh, and then I had a birthday coming up, and I told just told everybody GI Joes, GI Joes, GI Joes. And I gotten this just buttload of G.I. Joes. And kind of after everything had been unwrapped and put together, I realized, fuck, I'm too old for G.I. Joes. None <laughs> of my friends liked them anymore. They were always to- super over. I think I was probably 11. Didn't your mother say that you weren't allowed to watch uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse because it was too weird? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Pee Wee ban was never lifted. That was the one thing she stuck to. Because the thing is, is that, you know, it started from him being too weird and then... 
and then around the time when she might have been considering lifting the ban, he jacked uh, off. Yeah, he jacked off in a jack off theater. Yeah, you she was felt I mean? real vindicated about that. Were you ever banned from anything, Jonathan? No, I wasn't. You know, I was such a I was such a good kid that I I uh, I would see the ban coming ahead of time. And mm. I'd say, well, that's that toy is not appropriate for me. I exactly. <laughs> that's why I you was never. I fence. never had any GI Joes for that reason. I didn't feel that they were appropriate. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I don't know. I guess I didn't... You felt like they were making you warlike. Yeah, sure. Well, words, not fists. You know, you can't... I'm already a pretty belligerent guy. Sure. I'm prone to fits of bouts of violence. I mean, you can see. Look at Keith's eye, you know? Yeah. He's going to have a stake on that for a week. Man, it sounds like you guys have been drinking the Better Parenting magazine Kool-Aid. Sorry. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to raise a good kid back here, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just want him to walk the straight and narrow, you know, and see if we can make some progressive change in He's this country. He's jacking off again. He's jacking off again. Stop it. Just, just, I'll pull the curtain. <laughs> what? You're actually miming it? Oh, that's great mime. I don't think mime works very well on the radio, though, is the only thing. What? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I did have rainbow bright sheets. <laughs> if you're wondering <laughs> if I had rainbow, I was. no, you didn't. <laughs> I was really into rainbow bright. I mean, this is—I was four or something. This is why I grew up to be such a gay, I guess. Rainbow bright. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I really was. But you know, there's something to be. Was it? This was like it was like a hand-me-down situation. It yeah, like second-hand. Gotcha. But you know what's annoying about a parent is if you're really good. It doesn't buy you anything, especially I think if you're the if you're the eldest child. Were you? Did you have brothers and sisters, Jonathan? I did, but I was the I was the oldest. You were the oldest, so you were the trial run. I was. Were, are your bro- Were your brothers and sisters worse than you were? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, and I I wasn't I wasn't good because I feared retribution. I was good because I just wanted to be good. Hmm. Really? Know? Yeah. I mean, until a certain age, when I when I got when I got a little bit older, I started to rebel a little bit. You in started. Secret ways. What did you, you started do? Started singing <laughs> and was, songwriting. What was your secret rebellion? <laughs> yeah, I started singing and songwriting. I started learning the guitar. <laughs> Fuck you, mom! I'm gonna be just like Paul Simon. No, yeah. <laughs> that rogue Paul Simon. You know, I was I grew up in Connecticut in the in the woods of Connecticut in uh, in the center of the state, and I I, I there were so a lot what of... you're saying is where you grew up, Ladysmith Black Mombazo seemed really edgy, like seemed like real juvenile delinquents. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very there were a lot of dirtbags. All my friends were sort of local dirtbags. <laughs> Wait, what is a dirtbag? I guess I was a local dirtbag too. What's a dirtbag? Uh, you know, kids kids with like mullets and. Uh, and like ACDC t-shirts and those sunglasses that had the leather pouches on the side and wrapped oh, around your ears. nice. And the like Def Leppard, you know, desert hat that kept your neck oh, from getting sunburned. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, not really for the desert. But More for the French, for like for the French Foreign the Legion. The French Foreign Legion, yeah, if you, if, if you had been sent to I the I know desert. they were big in the 80s. They were very big, yeah. But, you know, these, these, were, these were kids who, who really spent their time walking around the woods until they found that they were in somebody's backyard, and then they would go and like kick in an air conditioner and break into the house, <laughs> and like these were some scary kids, you know. And you were doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I hung around with them, and and um, yeah, there was uh, there was one time that 
I was hanging out with uh, Gary Souza, who I didn't hang out with too much because you see, he was he was one of the more dangerous kids. That's like a classic me. bad kid name. That's Gary a tro- Sousa. That's like, that's like right out of the Wonder Years. And it wasn't really him. It was he, he had older brothers, and they mm. they were trouble. One of them mm-hmm. one of them played the drums and smoked marijuana. You know, right. But they, I was hanging out with Gary Seuss and a bunch of other kids, and they were like, Angel oh. Dust eventually did Angel Dust. Yeah, go probably. Ahead. And they were like, let's go to the gift shop. And mm. uh, I didn't know what that was, but it sounded fun. So we walked through the woods for a long time until we came to a clearing where there was a little shack. And you didn't ask. like you, you No, you, I was like, yeah, let's were, go to the gift yeah, shop. Yeah, you were on this walk just pretending like you knew what they were yeah. talking about. Because you'd funny. been to the gift shop before when, when your gamma was in the hospital. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I, so you figured I like maybe I'll get a bear, helium <laughs> bears, maybe. Yeah. But but it was just a clearing in the woods, and then there was a little shack there, which they like broke the door down, and gotcha. inside the shack there were like stacks of paper and like boxes of of pens and like cans of spray paint, and it was like somebody's weird storage shed in the woods, and we just took a bunch of stuff and spray painted some things, and so that was the that was the kind of stuff oh, that wow, I was that's into. Not where I kid. thought where the, that's where I, not where I thought that story was going. No, that's not where I thought the that's not what I thought the gift shop was going to be. <laughs> when, and and I don't know why they called it the gift shop. I guess because they broke into it and gave themselves. gifts. So what you're saying? I thought there was going to be a drifter tied up in there, and you were going to have to take shots at him. No, no. Well, I never killed anyone. Jordan, we're not talking about Mission Viejo here. We're talking about mm-hmm. Connecticut. Sorry, so. guys, a different world. You guys don't understand. I was just, t- I never did anything bad. The only thing that I did bad, I, li- I really didn't do anything bad except for be a complete academic failure, like a complete and consistent academic failure starting in, my dad just emailed me, my dad was uh, uh, looking through like an old box of Jesse stuff, you know, emailed me and Teresa my like third grade evaluation, which was... Uh, Jesse is a, a wonderful student and a pleasure to have in the class. However, he needs to develop a better system for doing and for doing and keeping his homework. Because apparently, <laughs> your system wasn't you working. You would do it, yeah. but you would. Uh... I, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I think I just didn't. I think I just never did any homework in my entire academic career. I don't think I did any homework in college. I did as little as possible, to be sure. You, but you went to a you went to a, an Ivy League university, so you must have at least done homework in high school. I did. Well, that's the thing. I, I always did just I always did just enough. Just so enough to I get into get, Yale. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> All right. Now you're gonna hold that over me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're Great. busted. Yeah, that's you called getting you busted. You can't come in here and kick off your shoes and open up a beer and act like you're one of the guys, Yaley. Yeah. Sorry, Illuminati. Sorry. This, you know, regular Joes did not go to Yale. Regular Joes is guys you want to have a beer with. George Bush types. You're talking about real America. Yeah, absolutely. You're about real college. The real America, not this Connecticut Woods bullshit. Yeah. Hey, before we before we get off on uh, comedy tangent, can I backtrack a little bit? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I can, in thinking about this idea of banning things for the good of your kids, Colton, you have a kid kind of recently. Yeah. Is there any kind of like pop culture stuff out there that you just you look at and you're like, I, absolutely not for my kid? Like something that you would say no to if they wanted to ingest it somehow? Zach and Miri make a porno. It hasn't. It hasn't come up yet. I mean, aside from stuff that is just not age appropriate, you mean? Sure. No, I mean, I'm something that maybe a kid might be interested in. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty cool with most stuff. I mean, there's a lot of children's television programming that I I absolutely cannot stand for my own personal reasons, which I 
try to discourage her from watching. Just for your own sanity, not having to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, Dora, Dora the Explorer, I think, is, is an abomination. Really? What? No, I don't. I'm I'm aware of the character, but I don't know what goes on on the show. Not not a lot happens. Gen- <laughs> generally, generally, uh, Dora and her traveling companion Boots, the monkey who wears boots. Do you oh. get it? Do you get it? This is sounding pretty good so far. That's, I don't. Um, I'm yeah. not. Just wait though. So they generally have to go on a journey. It's like the same thing happens every show. It's just the details are slightly different. They have to go on a journey. Um, they have to go over the the trolls. They have to get past the troll, and they have to troll. I never would have thought. Yeah, I know. There's a there's a, a fox named Swiper who takes something from them at some point. And in order to stop him from taking it, they have to say three times, "Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping. Swiper, no swiping." And that apparently stops him. Sure. And there's a map that they talk to. Who gives I guess them... they didn't teach you much about foxes at your fancy school. <laughs> I, I did not write the show. I'm just describing it. Just describing it. To he you. knows all about Marxist fox theory. I know about yeah. it. But he foxes. doesn't know what to do when an actual fox approaches him on the street and tries to steal, steal a sandwich. Yeah. yeah, try and find the fox-stealing section of the sayings of Chairman Mao, Marxist asshole. Wow. Sorry. I'm just talking Continue. about Dora the Explorer. <laughs> Is it Explorer or Explora? Expl- Explorer. Okay. Well, she speaks ex- Spanish, doesn't it's Dora, she? It's D- Dora the Exploradora ah. in Spanish. I thought I the whole premise of it was that she spoke Spanish. She's, she speaks Spanish some of the times, and there's some characters that only speak Spanish that you have to... Because she's always getting the children to yell out things mm-hmm. that are very obvious. Does your child like to yell at the TV? Uh, no, I've never. She doesn't. She doesn't participate. I've mm. never seen any children participate. <laughs> so what happens is there's a bunch of kids staring... You know, glazy-eyed at the, you at know the television screen. You know who participates? You know the only person who participates? Olberman. Jesse Thorne. Olberman. Olberman loves it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a kid staring glassy-eyed at the screen, and Dora says, you know, like Dora's looking for uh, the uh, the dog, and the dog is right behind her. And she says, she's always screaming, too. And she says, does anyone see the dog? Long pause. <laughs> Nobody says anything. And then she's like, here's the dog. And it's a very awkward moment. That's when the child is supposed to say, it's right there. But they never do. Because it's, you know what, it's not compelling, even for children. <laughs> the kids are like, really, give me a break. Yeah, like, what, Dora, what's the matter with you? You haven't had to deal with a, a high school musical yet, have you? Uh, I mean, like the show High School Musical, not oh, the... Oh, no, uh, I thought you... <laughs> have you, have you, were you... Were you in any high school musical? I bet you... Oh, you totally were. <laughs> No, we never did musicals. We didn't have enough talent in our high school to do musicals. Yeah. We did we did a lot of plays. I played uh, I played Henry David Thoreau in the in the night Thoreau spent in jail, but that was not a musical. It should have been. Should've the been. night Thoreau spent in jail is a play. Yes, it is. Seems like they could have come up with something punchier. Well, did that get you laid? Um, the night Thoreau spent in jail. No. No. Well, <laughs> you're hopeless then. All he got was that, poison ivy. That can't get you laid. Thoreau is sexy. Ladies love Thoreau. <laughs> they do. He, oh, gets, dra- more, he well, gets more of what he wants. Drama by ladies. <laughs> drama ladies, yeah. So, in other words, you're going to encourage your child to lead a, a wild, libertine lifestyle, almost certainly uh, up to and including uh, PCP, Angel Dust. Well, you know, I do think it's important to allow children to uh, to make their own mistakes. And see if they can lift a car. Yeah. 
Guess what? I guess you shouldn't have touched that knife. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. La- laissez-faire. You know. Laissez-faire parenting. Yeah. Even Would you feel that way even if one day your daughter came home and she had been uh, you know, spray painting stuff and looking at papers? <laughs> like you and your wild... <laughs> if some kids took her to the gift shop, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd be... I, I don't know. It depends. What did she spray paint? Mm, what do you think, Jordan? Uh, an ad for the musical she was in on the side of the high school. Oh, no, she that's went... great. you got to promote yourself. Yeah. You go. You, you go, know girl. about some that. Some kids don't You know about know. building a personal brand. I, yeah, that's right. I spray paint all over the internet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. It's, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. I mean, ultimately, what you need to do is find an old man in the woods, get a little PCP, promote your personal brand. Oh, and let your kids play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you know, my mom was, like, angry at me for not doing bad things. Oh, yeah. My mom, horribly disappointed in me, would be like, well, for one thing, for not being gay. She was always wished I was gay. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because, you know... It would explain your wardrobe? Yeah, it would explain <laughs> how I'm kind of a fancy and, you know... Not particularly... I'm not a very butch fella, Jonathan Colson. Um, but, you know, like, she thought I would be better if I was gay. She she would, like, encourage me. She's like, why don't you go to drinking parties? Oh. You know? Boy-girl parties. Did you not go to drinking parties? Were you sort of a teetotaler? Yeah, well, I've always been a teetotaler. I don't, I don't drink cur- at all. He currently totals at tea. At present, I No, tot- I know you don't now, but even as a, even as a teenager... Even you, as you... a teenager, yeah, no, my whole life. I've never, never, ne- never done any of that kind of stuff. Which... The man did not have a sip at his own bachelor party. That's very sad. Yeah. How'd yeah. you get through the whole lap, lap dance thing? No, I was fine without that. He was on PCP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he lifted ten strippers over his head and <laughs> hurled he, them into the middle of the street. He tore a stripper to pieces. Literally mm-hmm. to pieces. And just every just yeah. a smattering of applause. It's your last night. It's your last night to kill a stripper. You know? <laughs> That's what they can't, say. Can't do that once you once get married. Once you're married, it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Colton, bearded medium height person. Now, Jordan, we, we've named some things in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, just to fill you in, Jonathan, we thought it would be fun to name things on behalf of people. So we had people offer things to name. Now, so far, some of our names have gone really well. I would say that Aretha the Mini Horse is a really good example of one that has really stuck. Mm-hmm. Some... Uh, people, uh, such as the child we named, which actually turned out to be a girl, so it was irrelevant, and the married couple, who seemed really committed to our name, the Rockets, uh, until, oh, what's this? Total bullshit. They fucking crapped out on us and decided they weren't going to be named the Rockets after all because they're dipshits. We will be taking legal action once we figure out under what under what statute? Yeah, sure. Sure, we have some what statutory. What states we want to prosecute them in? It's it's complicated. And there's a lot of paperwork, but rest assured, our justice will be hard and stinging. But I've got good news, Jordan. Yes. On the line is Honeysuckle from the Bay Area. She needs a third name. Now I should clarify: Honeysuckle is not her birth name; it is her stage name. 
Uh, Honeysuckle, tell us about how you selected the, the first part of your name. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I took exotic dance classes, and I had to pick a name, so I picked Honey, because I'm kind of cafe-au-lait-colored, kind of honeyish and sweet and slow. And then I started doing burlesque, and I needed a second name, so I found out it was a plant, and the euphemism works, so Bob's your uncle. You didn't know that Honeysuckle was a plant before? Leave me alone. Don't judge me. <laughs> Okay, sorry. She's I a, don't... Jesse, she's a she's a she's a dancer. She's a she's a student of the she's burlesque so, arts. She's, she's not al- a horticulturist. She's already admitted that she's a little bit slow. She's not a greenhouse oh. tender. Slow and sweet. Right. But but slow. The kind oh. of person who doesn't know that honeysuckle's a plant. I'm not picking on her. Th- I'm just yeah, saying this is what she said. I'm sorry. This is what she said. She's a guest, Jesse. Okay, I apologize, Anisako. She's talking about her dan- her dance style. Okay, I understand now. I guess I'm the one who's slow. Wait, no, Olberman's the one who's slow, but I'm still somewhat slow. Okay, Anisako. So you have these two names. Now, are, is there some sort of naming convention that, w- that we need to fulfill for a burlesque <laughs> dancer? Is that why you need a th- a yet, yet a third name? Well, I, I, no. I'm, I'm in a troupe right now, and I'm leaving the troupe. And when I joined the troupe, I added Suckles. And I think I'd like to switch it up. But I really like Honey, but I'm not addicted to Suckles. So I could just add a third thing to it or... I just want to mix it up because I'm starting a new phase. Now, uh, 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 could you tell us maybe some of your favorite burlesque d- names, maybe some other people in your troupe? What, what's, a, what's an example to you of a good burlesque name? Um, Sugar Dish is one of the girls in my troupe. Sure. And uh, I like that. And we have a Pixie Dust. And, uh, yeah, Gypsy Rosalie. Um, was I think that that's an awesome stage name, and she's my favorite burlesque dancer ever. So, yeah. Okay. If, my, if I was a burlesque dancer, mine would be Our Town. <laughs> Jordan, uh, I'm talking about plays, plays one would do in high school. Jordan, I don't think you're I don't think you're really picking up on it. You want something that's that's kind of sensual, smoke like a Thornton Wilder. Okay. Okay. I I see. I see. Or I see. Theraflu. Yeah. <laughs> Something you want something that it's like pregnant with sexuality, like Henry David Thoreau, right? You know. Um, now, now, can I just make a suggestion? I, I, I'm, uh, I know this is probably not, not the one, but I just want to see how everybody feels about this. And this okay. does not incorporate honey. I'm sorry. Well, how do you feel about? It's a little brainy, for a burlesque dancer name, Majority Whip. <laughs> Majority Whip. Huh? Your first name is Majority. Your last name is Whip. What do you think? Uh, if I ever put together a troupe, I will be sure to name one of the girls that. Okay. But it's not, not your not name. You're absolutely married. Absolutely not. Even if <laughs> even if we were to now, honey, you mentioned referred refers to your complexion. Um, uh, and and but even if we were to change Jordan slightly to Minority Whip. That still would not be. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, and not not that it matters, but I'm not from the Bay Area. I'm from Boston. Oh, and baked beans. Yeah, honey, right honey, now. honeysuckle baked beans. Yeah. Uh, the San Francisco treat. Honey no. tea party. Um. So what about Freedom it, Trail? Would you be willing to consider trail. honeysuckle Freedom Trail? <laughs> um. So is there anything? Okay. 
It, Sam now... Adams. <laughs> Cradle of civilization. Um, is, is there anything you can tell us about... Wait, wait, wait. What? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about the content of your act that maybe we should take into consideration when finding your name? Yeah, um, they're very, uh, they're sometimes campy. They're more on the dramatic than the uh, technical side. Not a lot of eight counts, a lot of acty stuff, a lot of flirting. Um, I think you're yeah. using very insider terminology here. What's an eight, oh, what's an um, eight count? Uh, very regimented, you know, style. When they dance to, you know, not a lot, I, I, I improv a lot. Okay. Okay. Basically, I'm lazy. I, I just kind of <laughs> go on stage and dance to whatever's there. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, honey pot. Honey. There's already a honey pot. Honey Damn glaze. It. Honey glaze. <laughs> <laughs> she's a dancer, not a ham, Jonathan. I've heard she's quite the ham if you let her on stage. <laughs> yuck! 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 <laughs> she hates us. You guys? Uh, well, I don't. I love you guys. This is the first burlesque dancer that we've ever been friends with, and she hates us. Uh, I, gee, I don't know. Maybe it could have been the dumb comment <laughs> right at the fucking top, <laughs> asshole. Maybe it's because we were being dicks. Just because you're, why. just because you're married. That was kind of. That doesn't was, mean you can alienate all women. That was kind of. That was kind of you, Jonathan Colton, to say that we were being dicks. Yeah, I'm, I'm just playing along. That's all. <laughs> I appreciate it. Ah, oh, this is inter- this is interesting. Well, I, honey glaze, yeah, I like right away. I I do like honey glaze. Now it suggests a ham, exactly, which That's, might be yeah. less than or a donut maybe. But it could is... be a donut, honey oh. glaze donut. <laughs> No, I have to pick good. a URL for this. Well, what about what about you said a sort of cafe au lait color? What are some other other things like maybe a caramel or or yeah. Uh, that I almost picked that, but it felt too stripperish. What about what about what about Cafe Americano? Oh. <laughs> Macchiato. I guess I just don't have it. Whatever it is that you need, I feel like I'm. I every one of my earnest suggestions has so thus far been greeted with. Wait, you're saying? Oh my goodness! You're saying you you you're you're sad. She she said, "Oh my goodness!" to honey glazed donuts. <laughs> you're honestly mad at her. I okay, guess, what about this? I got one. I guess I, got I one. just I don't understand. Okay, go ahead, Jordan. This is just a road that I want to go down. Okay. Uh, honey. Honey in tea. Honey in tea, you know, soothing, sore throat. Honey in tea, kinds of teas. Honey chamomile. <sighs> honey jasmine. Honey jasmine? Hmm. What about honey chamomile? Hmm. I like this road better. Okay. Honey sleepy time. Honey. <laughs> I've got it. Mentholiptus. I've got it. Honey Earl Grey. Right? Earl. Because I don't like an, that Earl in there. Oh, my name is Earl. Earl. Oh, yes. My name is Earl. <laughs> Did That's you tape perfect. it? Did you tape my name is Earl? <laughs> yes. Oh, bless. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah? Honey, honey cinnamon. Jasmine, you're not cinnamon? nuts about that. Honey cinnamon? Honey cinnamon. S- cinnamon spice. Sugar and spice. <laughs> now you're just saying things with a sibilant S. Hmm. You're just what would what would be fun to say? You know, kind of gay. <laughs> um, 
honey jasmine i feel like i it's a little bit too I, we were you know uh, uh our our buddy honeysuckle was talking about something that sounds a little too strippery it sounds a little too strippery to me honey jasmine anything with jasmine jasmine sounds like a stripper thing to me See, the thing about suckles is it the whole, you know, suckling thing, I'm a little more sensual than raunchy, and I want to kind of cater to that. Right. Honeysuckle sounds more like a 19th century, you know, Old West prostitute. (laughs) Fair enough. Or or possibly the proprietress of a house of ill repute in the Old West. A madam? Yeah, a madam. Um... What about, what if we just kind of tacked something generally classy on the end of Honeysuckle, like... Uh, honey DeVille? No, I'm saying we use Honeysuckle, but we just give her a real... Honeysuckle DeVille. Yeah, right, just a real cherry of a last name. Yeah, I like it. Honeysuckle Cadillac, Honeysuckle... Why are you saying Honeysuckle DeVille? I'm sticking with Honeysuckle DeVille. It's hard to beat, because it's like Cruella DeVille, too. Super classy. She's a classy cartoon villainess. She is. She is. Hmm. You're, okay. I feel like we're not getting anything from you here, Colton. <sighs> well, I'm try- I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know? That's how you improv, right? You don't I say don't, the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing either, Jonathan Colton. And, and, look, and look what an ass you look like yeah, in these last five minutes. Exactly. That's what we're going for. What about what about a different direction entirely? What about here? I'm gonna lay this one on you. You ready? Okay. Belladonna. That's a porn star. There's a porn well, star. It's not a porn that. star. It's a poison. First of all, it's a poison. It's also a plant. Hold on. On this. Uh. uh on this. And this. Just poisons. I'm thinking. I'm thinking here. I want to get back to this. Yeah. Poisons. Keep thinking. Honeysuckle poisons. hemlock. Ooh. Honeysuckle oh. hemlock. Honeysuckle arsenic. Yeah. Honeysuckle mustard gas. <laughs> honeysuckle mustard gas. Honeysuckle rat poison. Sorry, you were saying belladonna. Oh, belladonna. honeysuckle flea powder. It's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing, but it's a kind of planty. We have Bella. Rem- Bella. Beauty. The right, French a beautiful for woman, beauty. belladonna. Right? Honeysuckle absinthe. That's not a poison. Yeah, it'll just make you hallucinate. Sorry, God, I didn't know. Honeysuckle Angel Dust. Honeysuckle Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get sponsored. Yeah. All right, God, I think we need, a... we need to make a call. This is definitely the toughest. I'm going to say this is the toughest naming this we've ever done. Really this is really been a challenge. This is tougher than a child, because I care, more, I care more about naked ladies than I do about children. Sure. Oh. So I'm, I'm definitely taking this one more personally. Isn't that sweet? Jordan's a sweet, he's a sweet kind of guy who would say something like that. Yeah, I'm full of poems and shit. Also, <laughs> <laughs> my wiener's huge. Um, oh, oh my, that's too much. Um, honeysuckle Duval. I like it. Do you? I like Duval better than Duville. Duval. Duvet. Have, have, you, have you noticed we've, we've stopped getting any feedback at all from Honeysuckle? I'm here. No, no, no. I, I thought that I didn't have a call. I, a shot at this. I listened to the show. <laughs> she understands. The thing is, is unlike some of our other guests who will go unmentioned, she understands that it's not her decision, it's ours. 
Exactly. Well, I know, but she, I, she should feel free to say, you know, that's good or that's I hate that. I like honeysuckle duvet. I, you know, I said duvet as a joke, but, but I kind of like, like it, it now too. that I listen to I it. I like it too because it's it's uh, it's sultry without being uh, vulgar. Mm-hmm. It's cozy as well. Yeah, it is cozy. What do you think? Do you you on board with honeysuckle duvet? I feel good I, about that. I, I feel good about it. Good. You're not now. You should now. You understand. I think you, you of all people, honeysuckle. You, uh, you understand that this is a binding decision. When we make the final call, you're obliged to, you know, hop on the internet and purchase that URL. You can't just fuck around like the Rocket family, who decided to pick some whole other thing, even though they claimed they were on board the entire time. I mean, I'm cool with. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm not yeah. freaking out, but. She gets uh, it. I, 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 you sounded tougher than I've ever heard you before, and I'm a little nervous. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm not going to F around with that. Good. Yeah. That's right. what I like. Honeysuckle duvet it is. Honeysuckle duvet! <laughs> Go us. Now, are you going to register this URL so by the time this, uh, by the time this podcast uh, goes on the internet in five days, people are going to be able to go to honeysuckleduvet.com and uh, uh, find your website and find out how to like book you for a burlesque thing? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll try. Now, do, do you have do you have anything in the in the in the Boston area that you that maybe do you have a regular engagement? That people can come see? No, um, I'm changing my name because I'm doing a show about how I started called The Genesis of Honey. So next year I'll be doing a one woman show about it. Oh. Are we, and we'll be characters in the show. Can we be characters in the show? Sure, absolutely. We'll send you hats if you need hats from each of us um, to complete your characterizations. Oh, bless. And a big frilly wig. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll be in it. I'll take yeah. a couple months off. How long is it going to be? A six-month run? Uh, more like two or three days. Great, great. Are you paying scale? <laughs> Am I what? Are you paying scale? Um, I have some quarters. Great, I'm in. Dimes. Colton, are All you right. in? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, pasties. Didn't, didn't you say I'll it's make a... you, I will make you homemade pasties. Good. My nipples are usually showing, and that's been a problem for me lately. So. Uh, That'll be I, nice. I think she said it's a one-woman show, so I don't know if we can really be in it. Nah, that's just, sounds like Colton's in. Seven. Sounds like Colton is in. Colton, yeah, that's I'm, just I'm an in expression. It, that's just a theater expression. Sorry, you come from the you come from the world of singer songwriters and dirtbags. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about the stage. Well, uh, Honeysuckle Duvet, it was really a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Absolutely, I love you guys. Okay, talk to you later. All right, bye. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Colton, singer songwriter, internet superstar. That's mm, that's a little close to your ad. Yeah, it's a little on the nose, don't you think, Colton? Jonathan Colton, Beardman. There you go. There. That's what. If only. If only it was that easy for us to get people on board with our program. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Colton's sharp. He's got bright eyes. He's got long, beautiful hair. He's the kind of guy who's right there with you. I'm on board. Aye, aye, Captain. Not like that fucking Chris Fairbanks who just sleepwalks through these things, huh? I know. Tell me about it. Well, you guys want to hear something else about fucking Montana or whatever? Man. That's my Chris Fairbanks impression. Did you like that? <laughs> Man, this is already the most inside Jordan Jesse Go ever. It's a setting a Take world that, record. new listeners. La- last week on the program, our guest was um, Mike Schmidt. And 
I love Mike Schmidt. I think he's so hilarious and uh, fantastic. I really like his podcast. I uh, loved him when he was on the Never Not Funny podcast. I think he's such a, a cool guy. Um, I really enjoy using his, his Tupperware that he left in my house that one time. Um, but the like, I, f- I find it difficult to ask him any other question than, how come you got in so many fights, Mike Schmidt? <laughs> because I feel like I have never, ever, ever had any interest in being in a fight. The only time that I ever did anything that was like being in a fight was when someone punched me in the face walking down the street uh, for no reason. And the only, you know, I mean, I've been, like, held up a couple times. Oh, sure. But not, like, beaten. No. They just put a knife, they point a knife at you to indicate what they could potentially do. It's a hassle for them to do anything more than that, as long as you're being compliant. So what I'm saying is, I, I, whereas Mike on his podcast just talks about this fight he got into. There's, like, one of those. Every show, it's a crazy fight he got into. Yeah, I, you know, and I, and I've never... Not only have I, I, I was in one playground fight, which I did pretty well in. Uh, really, I had some, I had some karate classes at that point. Oh, did you Whoa. use your karate moves? I did. In the I used, fight? I used a karate move. What which, be- what which belt did were you, you do that? Did you do that punch where you like bring your bring your punches to your hips, you know, and then you twist as you go forward? No, I wasn't in that. I was, that's not that's not a practical fighting position, Jesse. That's just for exercise. Were you in like a grappling position? No, yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was prepared. My hands were at a point where they could block. And also strike if need be, and the need did come up. You struck. I think I was like an orange or blue, kind of one of those mid belts. Yeah, mid belt. That's yeah. a nice belt, though. That's a solid belt. Yeah, uh, it was fourth grade, and I, I bloodied a nose. Good for you. Thanks. Very good. Yeah. Wait, now, did you start the fight or? I did not. No, no. I was being. Uh, a, well, clearly you've never studied karate. No. <laughs> yeah, because it right, means because you don't have to ask. It if means he, if it's karate, empty not... hand. Mm. So. <laughs> Naturally, I didn't yeah. start the fight. I gotcha. Uh, no, no, it was a uh, God. I, I some, something over playground equipment. It was about playground equipment. Granted, we were in fourth grade, probably a little too old. Yeah, for that sort of argument. Sure. Uh, but anyways, but yeah, that's the only time I've ever fought, and and it was it was it was a, it was pure self defense. I feel pretty good about it. Um, and just the urge to fight has always been strange to me, even in like the you know, kind of adolescence where you're supposed to be full of, you know, full of piss and stuff like that. I've never had that fighting urge. Colton, any, no, 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 I'm trying to think if I even had an experience that was close to a playground fight. I don't, I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I'm into passive resistance. Right. So you rolling over and kind of a Gandhian. Well, you know, my, my mother told me, (laughs) My mother told me early on, you know, use words, not fists, which mm, I think right. is very true. And if 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 somebody's bothering it's you, it's true that your mother told you that. I have no reason to doubt you. No, it's true that she told me that. And it's you know, she she said if somebody's bothering you, just ignore them, and they'll get yeah. bored with it and they'll go away. And so one time, I was sitting on the bus, and some kids were behind me, uh, pulling my hair, mm. and laughing. Were you a long hair at that point? You're no, a long no, hair I was. Now. A, I'm a long hair now, but I was a short hair then. But okay. they were they're pulling my hair, and I was just ignoring them. And they continued to do it for the entire bus ride. <laughs> and so they just pulled my hair the whole way to school, and I never looked at them or talked to them or asked them to stop Did or anything. Did you confront your mom about that? I think I may have mentioned, mentioned it to her. Was your mother it trying... probably broke her heart. Was your mother... Do you think your mother was trying to cultivate Asperger's syndrome in you? <laughs> no, I don't think that's what she was shooting for. <laughs> uh, 
No, I, you know, I, I believe in a policy of nonviolence. I say, I also say no hitting. Oh yeah. I say no hitting to my child as well. Oh. But that's, that's this is but but your child is at an age right now where they kind of have an interest in casual hitting, just as as, yes. as play as. Well, and also also as as being angry. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I've been trying to teach Coco to attack. Whenever somebody comes to the door or whatever, and she's kind of like jumping up and down. Yeah, I say, you just yell attack. the genitals, the attack. genitals. <laughs> and it has not not even one time. My dog's a fucking idiot. Yeah. I love my dog. Don't get me wrong. I love my dog. Okay. Well, recently I. Um, uh, I mean, this this uh, this attitude of fighting someone has always been kind of alien to me, and I, I you know I've never understood kind of the bullying impulse or the bullying anything, and and it it really presented itself right up in my fucking face recently, and uh, it was kind of upsetting to me uh, in the way it manifested itself. I was at a um uh. Uh, occasionally for my job, I will have to go to a video game-related thing, something they are throwing for the video game press. Um, and uh, in video... Nintendo Power Magazine. Yeah, like Nintendo Power Magazine. You know, the girls of Nintendo Power. Sure. Photo shoot. Sure. Um, things like that. Um, Nintendo Power Page-A-Day Calendar. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, right. N- Nintendo Power Cheat-A-Day. Yeah. Um God. Uh, and the video game press, uh, I, I was not prepared to dislike as much as I do. I kind of thought I would like hanging out with the video game press. Uh, they're a little obnoxious. A lot of stories about how a stripper gave them their phone, her phone number. Really? Uh, the video game press? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm finding them to be pretty kind of those, uh, kind of those aggressive dorks. Oh. Maybe, and, and... Anyways, and I was at this thing, and um, it was a press event. It was in Oakland, and it was for a bull riding video game. <laughs> Very strange, but oh, they know. totally like footed the bill. They like flew our crew up to Oakland and like put us up in a hotel and stuff. And sort of like, why not? Let's let's do it. Um, and already we're kind of because the thing is that is a, that is a subject that is difficult to cover. You can't cover bull riding unless you're in bull riding country you have to go to oakland right to get an understanding of it um and uh i i have not spent too much time in oakland but definitely being in the the area where the bull riding was taking place i was totally just shocked there was just just so many giant belt buckles and uh uh you know women with kind of a, a foot of beverage they're carrying around a foot mm tube of beverage with them yeah anyways very surprising felt out of my element but but anyway so so other members of the video game press are there and there's this one guy and he is wearing a um to the floor black trench coat he's wearing at a party he's yes he's wearing uh black snowboard boots uh, he's kind of like a ski boot, a little bit more walkable, but he is wearing them out. Not something to be worn out. He's wearing them uh, all black clothes underneath. And then to cap it off, he's wearing a hat that looks like a an anime penguin. And it doesn't have a picture of the anime penguin on it, on the hat. The hat is made to look like his head is the anime penguin's head. Wow. Oh, oh leather jacket, Star Trek patch on the back. He's hand sewn on Star Trek. He's like patch. Dork Morpheus. I yes, and I 
wanted to deck this guy. I wanted to bother him. I wanted to take what he had in his pockets. I wanted to <laughs> lay down behind him while my cameraman pushed him over me. And all these just fucking classic bully feelings just like came flooding into my brain like a like a dam had been exploded. And all like I want, you know, I, I, I wanted to pull his hair. I wanted to subtly make fun of him. I wanted to embarrass him in front of a girl. And I don't know why, but for some reason, seeing this guy walking around in this bull riding arena with all these like kind of tobacco chewing mustache guys just just really sent me over the edge and I feel awful about it but it was a really do you think you were try- feeling were you trying to impress the tobacco chewing guys is that what you're suggesting <laughs> I don't know. to us you would think I would be I would be more angry at them yeah. for being so unlike me and I guess they're more unlike me than this guy is me and this guy are probably closer than I would like to admit maybe that was it maybe that was part of what bothered me you are wearing a penguin head right now. Yeah, but like... It's a real penguin. It's yeah. not an animated penguin. This is penguin. one I killed. This is the real head of a penguin. I guess, I guess that's different. And he has a beak. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't quite know how to deal with this. I've been kind of wrestling with it for a while. And yeah, maybe it was. Maybe I, he just represents all the parts of myself what? that I'm kind of embarrassed about. Well, I was going to say, do you think it was, do you think it was his, um, his sort of sense of... Uh, entitlement did it, did it make you angry that he was he was it's because this is what it sounds like to okay, me sure it made you angry that he dared to wave his freak flag yeah. in this very dangerous place is that is that kind of what you were reacting to and like how how dare you make a loud noise when everybody when everybody knows that you should try to be very quiet here yeah and maybe it wasn't maybe it was the, that maybe that impulse seems kind of childish to me that like let's you know let's I don't know, like, whatever. It's like, let's smoke during Thanksgiving while my grandparents are here, you know, like, that kind of, you know. It just seems like, like such a, a mid-teenager thing to do. And yeah, I mean, I get, I'm sure he's like, all right, we're going to the bull riding thing. Time for the fucking penguin hat. Let's freak everybody out. <laughs> I make, And this guy was older. This guy is in his, I'm well into his 30s. I maybe should have prefaced by saying. Wow. So I don't know, yeah. Do you, think uh, the, do you think the mustache people wanted to beat him up as well? Mmm... I don't know. Or Hard did they say. not even notice? Yeah, no. We, I, I felt totally unnoticed by all the mustaches. Were there spittoons? Yeah, strategically placed spittoons. What they have is you have a spittoon you can buy, and it kind of hangs on a chain around your neck. Uh, and it's kind of sectioned off, kind of chopped in half, and one side is a spittoon, and the other side is full of margarita. Oh, I got you. And then and you a big put, straw goes up to you your mouth. You just make sure you put the crazy straw on the right yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Do, do not mess it up. Yeah. So you you really just wanted to deck. I can understand that. There's a kind of there's a kind of arrogance in if you can if you manage to combine like a lot of arrogance and also dorkiness, it angers me. Sure. I have that reaction. Like <laughs> I'm surprised by it every time. I'm like, because you know, I went to an arts high school in San Francisco. What haven't I seen? You know what I mean? But there is the, that quality. It is specifically that quality. It's that, like, let's go freak out the normals. <laughs> and it's just, I just want to be like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> like, is this all you have in your life to go freak out the normals? And maybe it is, you know, I don't know. Well, it's a strange aggressive, it's yeah. an aggressive thing to do, is to, is to go to a place and to, and to purposely 
subvert the norm to be a what it is is it's like people this is a small group of people who have had much of their lives been put upon by others and when they find a community of people that uh are not putting 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 upon them that, that aren't picking on them their thought isn't great here's a community of people that aren't picking on them it's like yeah now i can go wave my dick at all those other people yeah uh, well, that's true, but that's a common. Well, it just goes to show you how universal uh, it is to be a bully. You know, it's it's what everybody. I, you know, I don't think. No. I don't think it's that unusual for any of us to feel that way. Sometimes you just want to. Have punch you felt that way? Who, did you, who do you want to punch in their fat beak? I can't oh. say right now because they're in this room. You're <laughs> <laughs> is it nutsy? <laughs> I want to punch Nutsy in his fat. Nutsy doesn't have a beak, just FYI. He has teeth that never stop growing because oh. he's a rodent. I thought oh, he was it, wearing it, a penguin hat, and I was getting really mad at him, but now I see he's just a squirrel. Is it uh, Keith Oberman over there going through Jesse's stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's that guy, isn't it? It is. Keith. Why does Keith Oberman stay in your apartment? It's weird. He doesn't have anywhere else to go. He doesn't? It seems like his show's doing pretty well. His show is doing well, but he signed a really bad contract. Oh, mm. one of those... Uh, the thing is, he's still technically an intern. Keith Oberman, right. he's unpaid, completely I, unpaid. I thought that he. The thing is, is, I thought he. I when I first met him, I told him that I thought he was really funny on Sports Center. Yeah. And then he's like, "Have you seen my new show?" And I was like, uh, "I saw your Fox Sports show a couple times." He's like, "Oh, I have a new show." And I was like, "And so I said, oh yeah, I've seen that. It's it's uh, smart. It's cool, funny." That was a good guess. I ha- I hadn't seen it, mm. but he, immediately he just glommed on to me. Yeah. This was at a party, actually, at Jordan's place, and we, he talked to me Hold the on. whole night. That's not food, Keith. That's not food. Put it down. That's not food. Out. Out of your mouth. Out. Spit it out. Okay. Thanks for having spit it out before you even found a bowl. He doesn't seem as smart You have smart to give person. him a bowl when you ask him to spit stuff out. I'm just worried Jordan. he's going to get diarrhea. Well, I'm worried he's going to get diarrhea too, but he it doesn't. It's basically diarrhea. It just didn't go through his guts. It's on my. It's on my. Well, not even my rug. My landlord's rug now. Sorry, Keith. I'm not talking about you. He doesn't speak. See, he doesn't even. He doesn't even know what's going on. He yeah. seems so smart on the show, and and he seems here. He seems like he's he's just a complete idiot. Well, he they, he reads his lines phonetically. He doesn't write any of those. He just memorizes. They just teach him the sounds. Sort of like do you know how um uh, uh Kirk from Star Trek made that Esperanto movie in the sixties? Yeah, memorized all his lines phonetically. Yeah, sort of the same thing. He, he's, I mean, don't listen, Keith. He's. He's sort of an idiot savant, so he can. He's an amazing memorizer, and he's really good with. I always ask. I talk to his producer from time to time. Yeah. Why don't you do more prime number stuff on the show? Because he's so good at that. You know, it's really his gift is prime numbers, but they just give him stuff to say. Even in the, it's amazing. Even in the interviews and stuff, it's all it's all prescripted. It's all prescripted. Yeah. Well, they'll give him his half of the script. The other person isn't on a script, so he can go really badly sometimes. But the special comment is totally improvised, right? No, 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 no. Well, they, we, did you see the one? Did you see the one that um, that was that started with uh, uh, five and then it was going up seven and then right eleven. 
That one was improvised. That yes. was improvised. That was the the teleprompter had had broken that day, so he did they were, something. <laughs> they were like three, two, one. Just do primes, Keith. <laughs> and he did it. He did it. He did a great job. I thought he did. He named a lot of primes. Yeah. And then he got a big candy because he, he did, did such a good job. He did. He's cute. We have a lot of fun on this show, huh? <laughs> yeah. Talking about Keith. The whole nine yards. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jonathan Colton with us. Our our sponsor on Jordan Jesse Go, by the way, is SlideToPlay.com. How delightfully ironic. Uh, we were unable that Jonathan Colton was unable to answer the call of a new segment beginning because he was dicking around on his iPhone. Uh, given that our sponsor, SlideToPlay.com, uh, offers reviews of the latest, hottest uh, iPhone video games. Guys, stop taking pictures of each other we're with your fucking fun. cell phones. We're trying to be like Merlin Mann. I, <laughs> number one, Merlin Mann is class all the way. He hires a pro. Somebody is going to come in, knows a fli- knows how to make a flicker set. You know who I'm trying to be like? Man Ray. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play video games on your iPhone, but you don't know which ones to pick, if you're interested in the video games for iPhones community, if you're interested in the hottest new video games for the iPhone, you know where you're going to go, Jordan? SlideToPlay.com. Or your iPod Touch also works on that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, I'm interested, you know, I would like, personally, I'd like to see them branch out into Zune games, (laughs) because my current Zune has Texas Hold'em Poker and a puzzle game that I don't know the rules of and and don't want to sit through the uh, instruction screens. So I'd be interested in some Zune reviews. That's just constructive criticism for Slide to Play. But I am prepared to admit that most people have iPhones or uh, iPod Touches and not Zooms. You know what I mean? I'm not going to try and, you know, pull one over on them. It's a nice website. Slide to play. Dot com. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jonathan Colton, honeysuckle lover. Everyone loves honeysuckle. Yeah. Do you think honeysuckle... I don't think anyone could match the amount of love that Juanita gets. I was about to say, do you think that people love her as much as they love Juanita? But everyone loves Juanita. I've literally... I've got an an email inbox brimming over with letters regarding Juanita. All our calls that we got this week were about Juanita. Maybe she should have her own show. No, she should just be on our show. <laughs> yeah, don't encourage her to yeah. branch off. We can't we can't have her go Dr. Phil off, you know, mm-hmm. on her own deal, you know. We gotta keep her on our thing with a, you know, focus and et cetera. Right, right. Anyway, holiday projects are uh are continuing. I've st- again I'm hearing about plans for holiday projects, but I'm not funding plans. It's, I'm funding projects. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, Jesse. Okay. Give him time. Okay. I mean, look at Jonathan Colton. He 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 could he writes a holiday novelty song, Chiron Beta Prime, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um that's the kind of thing that people out there should be doing. You know who's gonna do it? 
I'll tell you who's going to do it. He told, said it on the board. He's thinking some kind of song, audio type thing. Weird Al lover. <laughs> yeah, but, you can always count on that guy. But you know what? Speaking of name changes, Weird Al lover is now Mafu John. <laughs> really? Yeah, Weird what Al lover changed his name. Does he no longer love Weird Al? Maybe he just doesn't want to be known anymore as exclusively. I'm sure he still loves Weird Al. Well, Weird Al hasn't been quite as prolific these days as he's been in, in the past. Maybe he's just kind of, maybe he kind of feels abandoned by Weird Al. Yeah, and he's, he feels embraced by Mafu. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff happens. That kind of stuff happens. Colton, in the, where does, as a funny song guy, how, how do you, what's your relationship to Weird Al like? Um, Not to open up a can of worms. I know we're trying to wrap it we're up. We're wrapping it up. But it's all right. We 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 cuddle, but we do not kiss. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Good. Well, it's good to know. I uh, I'm a fan of Weird Al. I like Weird Al very much. You don't do the outfits like he does. I don't, and I don't do the I don't do the parody songs. Yeah. No. But I get the comparison. And You're not as funny as he is, or like cool. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of best-selling albums. Yeah. You need. Corrective lenses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> poker medley. <laughs> Something he does on every album. Yeah, he does always do a poker medley. Uh, Jonathan Colton uh, has been our guest on the program. He's online at jonathancolton.com. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll uh, as the outro to this week's program, we'll play one of his songs. Uh, do you have a preferred song for us to play? Uh, since it's almost Christmas and you mentioned it, you might as well play Chiron Beta Prime. Okay, we'll, we'll play Chiron Beta Prime on the outro. We're also a- still asking people to look through people's pockets, tell us what they find. If it's an interesting person, not just some buddy of yours, if it's someone with a cool job, someone with a cool hairstyle, we want to know what's in their pockets. Give oh, us a call. And all old people are up for grabs. Yeah, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. And, you know, we're always here to give you some advice, to help you out, answer your questions, and, and et cetera. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, you can also email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. And you can always talk about the show on the forum, maximumfun.org slash forum. Uh, our theme music, Love You, by The Free Design, available on the album Kites Are Fun, the best of The Free Design on Light in the Attic Records, which I know I say this a lot, but uh, you've got a copy of the album. It's great, right? Oh, my gosh. There's a song about a Ouija board called yeah. Fiji's Ouija. Yeah. It's, it's about wonderful. an old man with a magic Ouija board. Get that fucking album. My favorite one is the one about like the one with the teeny boppers, the, the songs the teeny boppers are buying. It's like they're like angry post-career song. I can't think of what it's called. A hit song? Oh, hit song. That's yeah. what it's called. I love that It's going to be a hit, hit, hit. Shibidoo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah, exactly. That's how that one goes. Jonathan Colton's <laughs> like, what is going on here? Okay. <laughs> we're gonna go to we're gonna go have a fancy dinner at the Chateau Marmont. Ha Ooh. ha ha. No, yeah, I am. Okay, uh, we'll talk to you next week on Jordan Jesse Go.
Prime and Protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. On every corner there's a giant metal Santa Claus Who watches over us with glowing red eyes They carry weapons and they know if you've been bad or good Not everybody's good but everyone tries And the rocks outside the airlock Exude ammonia-scented snow It's like a winter wonderland Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas, Chiron Beta Prime. Redacted. Now it's time for Christmas dinner. I think the robot sent us a pie. You know I love my soil and green. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. Where we're working in a mine for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I meant protectors. Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime. 